it's star time with the star Oddy rod hello everybody this is your boy ken aka mr gentleman and i am the host of mr gentleman lifestyle podcast and one fourth of the premier boys podcast and you are now listening to star time with the star roddy ride It's Star Time, and it's your boy, the Star Roddy Rob. And today, we're back. We're bringing him back. We got Ken, a.k.a. Mr. Gentleman, coming back for part two. Y'all already know Ken, a.k.a. Mr. Gentleman, host of Mr. Gentleman, like the podcast, one-fourth of the Premier Way podcast. Star Time, thank you for bringing me back for part two. You, you already know this was not enough for one interview. This is too big that we had to make the two parts. I still have a lot of things I want to ask, and there's a lot of background things that, you know, probably a lot of listeners had need to know as well. Yeah, but before we get to that, let, let's recap a little bit. You know, we spoke about part one. We spoke about you know, my time in Robeson. We spoke about the birth of Mr. Soul Star. We, we talked about the Blaze of Glory. We spoke about the Blaze of Click. We spoke about Mr. Gentleman was born. And we spoke about the Summer Bashment, part one and two. And the blazer clicked this man too. Yes. So if you're watching this on YouTube or if you're listening to this on Spotify, iHeart, The Pods, please check out part one before you continue. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you, you gotta listen to part one or watch part one before you get to part two. It would make sense later. It would make sense. All right. So. Now, we see that you are going to the party, you know, after Blazer Click. Tell me about that that break between um, BUC into the nightlife. Tell me more about the transition. All right, so I believe it was 2008. I turned 21 in 2008. So I was already going to the clubs already, slowly going to the club, but everybody else wasn't 21 yet. So I started going with my sisters, you know, T and Danny, because they were promoters by they were the promoters by then. And as I started going with them, it made me wanted to get into that lifestyle even more. You know? Mm. Yeah. It, that it made me wanted to get into it even more. But I can't do much because everybody wasn't 21 yet. So I had to, I pretty much had to wait. But then slowly, we started going to the spot called Club Tobago. Oh yeah, was, Tobago, baby. Yeah, in Queens, yeah, which was a 18 and up spot, so people could, so people from the team could go. So, but you know, people just can't drink and stuff like that. So we started going there, and we, we were the cool vibes. That was basically the spot for now until everybody turned 21. And then that when that how things was going for now with Club Tobago and stuff like that. Until everybody started turning 21, at least Rondell and my sister started turning 21 in, in 2009. Stuff like that. And then, um, then my sister went to a 21 open party. She told me about it, she told Rondell about it, because he was 21 at the time. We started going to a party with her for a little bit. Mm. Yeah. And that started to be like a weekly thing after that. And as I started going to more parties, Blazer Click for me. Blazer Click slowly was was it was through there, but I was slowly I guess I was in 
could say I was in both worlds basically. But I was, mm-hmm. but doing the, going to party, the other going to party. I wasn't doing nothing in terms of promoting or nothing though. They're just going, just going, just going basically. Okay. Yeah. And then you ended up getting an opportunity with New York City Compton. Just span on that. Yeah. So. After we started going to the parties and stuff like that, we didn't know it was Compton parties. So one day Compton started seeing us uh, way more and stuff like that. He started seeing these okay, these guys support me a lot, okay? I, I don't know what these guys are, but they keep supporting me a lot. And I had Compton on Facebook already, so I know of him, but I didn't know him. So uh, one day he introduced himself and stuff like that and basically started treating us like, you know, like, I guess you could say like family, stuff like that. So we would continue to support him and stuff like that. Until one day he um, invited us to this, this um, craft fest, the summer craft fest. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, and we went to that. And and during that time was the time where we wanted to take things serious with the nightlife day. Like, we really wanted to take things serious, which we, we came up with um, YPG. AKA Young Premier Gentleman ENT. And shout yeah. out to shout out to King Toxin, because King Toxin probably play a part in part of the name and I pretty much finished up the name. So yeah. They came up with the originally the name was Team Premier. Originally. Um King Toxin came up with that. But that was already copyrighted. Mm. So he came up with Young Premier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just pretty much came with the gentleman ENT part. And that's how that happened. I know during the time with myself, Eric Dussins, Star Rider Rod, and Ray Mac. Yes, yes, yes. So that started. Yeah. And then we was promoting Oceano, right? Yeah, so what happened with that was um, I got a call and he originally he asked me and only me at the time that um, he wanted me to promote the event. And I asked about can I have my whole team or form my team because you know we started a team and stuff like that. He told me no. He hit him. He won't hit him on all four of us. So he shut. He shut all that down. So I Disappointed. Him, yeah. So I told him can I at least bring one person. He was like yeah, and he wanted Rondell, like off the back. So that how that was and um. We did Oshina for New Year's Eve. Our first event was Oshina. We had two events actually. Mm-hmm. First event was Oshina for New Year's Eve, and then he also gave a ski trip as well to promote. But um, we, we we turned down ski trips to promote because that was way too hard for us. For our first real major event, it was way too hard, so we just went and then we just became this go into that event. We didn't want to be there. That's how we ended up going. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we were, yeah. I didn't even want to promote, we were going to go anyway, but instead, we told them, we, yeah, I mean, like, it was too hard for us to do that, so let's just, we're just going to go. It was way too hard to do that, so it was hard to get people. And by the end, early in the game, people do not know who we are. People. The comfortability, know, I get it. Yeah, exactly. People who we know, they didn't take us serious yet, so, so there's that too. But for Oceana, you know, it was a sell tickets, and, um, I can hold you for our first event. We sold a lot of tickets. We sold twenty tickets. Twenty. 
Yeah, for our first, yeah, for our very first event. And he was really impressed by that. He was really impressed by that. He was like, wow, he was shocked. By your by, by, uh, first event, 20, that, that was amazing. So he was impressed by our first night. Yeah. You know, Oshina was a cool vibe. You know, like I said, me, I'm not big on Brooklyn parties, but it was a, it was a cool vibe, though. So after Oceana, we started at uh, Rebel, right? Yeah, yeah. So, um, so we started at Rebel. Hit me up. He was like, "Yo, how y'all feel about doing Rebel on Fridays?" They remember starting from Fridays, and we were like, "Yeah, like, yeah, let's do it." I like cool. Okay, so we started doing it every week. You know, <laughs> started doing it every week. And our first major, our first real bit at um at Rebel was we had this model. By name of Aisha Diaz, there, you know, at Rebel, and that was our first real event on Friday nights. I remember that flyer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it was a cool vibe, and then, and then we just kept going. Even though Rebel, we didn't, no, we were still new, so we didn't really get the guest list numbers like we should. But I mean, of course, we grew over time, though, you know. One thing I liked about Rebel, it had the two floors, and somehow it was a lot more females than anything in there. Yeah, all the time, yo, all the time, you know. Um, even my boy Stephon, he always mentioned, even some of my boys that was coming out during that time, it always mentioned that the, the girl-to-guy ratio was just phenomenal at Rebel versus all the stuff we promoted at. No, yeah, oh. it was, Rebel, Rebel was... Uh, and amazing spots, you know, and stuff like that. That's one spot that I wish we could do again. And then you had the cages. Cages, yeah, the cages. Wow, all the girls. I met a lot of people in Rebel, girl and males. I'm in Rebel who I do course to the day or they do support us to the day. So shout out to all them, you know, and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was we was doing Rebel and we what I remember for Rebel, we had a lot of people rolling with us at Rebel. Yeah, but at yeah. the time. Yeah. We met. Shout out to Kim. Shout out to Shine. Um, they was bringing in girls, but yeah, yeah you can expand on that. Yeah, um, you know, um but shout out to to Dante, because Dante was the one that brought that met Kim at, I believe, at Rebel, actually. There we go. We can do that too. Yeah. Shout out um, to him too. Rob brought in, brought in Shonda and um, Cheyenne. Because mm. he was already friends with them and stuff like that. Um, of course, a lot of people from Rose started coming out with us. You know, Clark, James Becker, um, Alon. Alon. Whole, yeah, a whole lot of people started coming out with us. And we even meet, we even met a lot of people too. You know, shout out to James and Andre. We met them at Rebel. Oh, that was Rebel. Yeah, I met them at Rebel, but we really got close to them at Oscar. Mm. So, yeah, that's true, son. We we did, yeah, we did a lot at Rebel. Rebel was a magical time. Like I said, one spot that I always wish that we could have done again. We will leave Rebel. Yeah. And then head to the pizza spot. Yep, yep. And take up the whole pizza spot. That's a fact. That's a fact. Yeah. If you, what a time to be alive. Sadly, if you wasn't 21 by then, then you missed out. <laughs> so 
So the numbers in Rebel after a while started to get better. Like, how was the performance wise for y'all? Um, at first we was we were up and down. I think once we got to Saturdays, that when things started getting way better. Cause Saturdays was a way better day than we did Fridays. Friday we was a uh, but Saturdays though. Saturday was the real party. Saturday was the real test. Like Friday was like the pregame, but Saturday was like the main event. I can understand because more people would be able to hang out on a Saturday night yeah. versus a Friday night. So I can see that the numbers had jumped from then. Yeah, also, um, Saturday night was more celebrities be there Saturday night. There was more people there Saturday night. You remember who was the celebrities? Um, I remember Tia Marie was there one night. I remember Sean Garrett was there. I remember um, a couple, couple of Bad Girl Club people was there. Mm-hmm. And of course, the basketball wife is them Trey, Trey Michelle was there. Of course, Aisha Diaz was there. Amado, she was a model. Couple, couple people was there. Um, Jopa and ex girl Tarot, but they said love hip hop. Tahari, yeah. Oh, you were there. Yeah, was a couple people there. It was, it, was, it was a fun time. It was a fun. I time. think Chris, I think they had um out of Trey or somebody there too. Trey or Chris or somebody. I feel like one of them was there. But I feel like it wasn't the night when we wasn't there. So you you had your birthday and what year birthday was that? I had my birthday I had my birthday twice at Rebel. One year, um, I wanna say twenty eleven, but that mm-hmm. year but that year I wasn't promoted yet. And then I had another I had a year twenty twelve there. And if you know, you know. Can birthday parties be wild? Yeah, yeah. My birthday party be wild. And that night was probably one of the wildest birthdays I ever had. Because, of course, that night did not end well. <laughs> which one was the Which one was the birthday where you had the... Uh, was it the liquor bottle and the cake? That, that, that's the birthday I took in about 2012. All right, let's go on to that. Uh, that was one of the wildest... Birthdays I had because um, one, my ex girl was there, and the girl I was talking to at the time was there, so that was one part of it. Two, I got on stage and I had two girls on stage, and it was wild. Three, I was OD drunk and I was just bugging out. And I mean, I, I heard stories later, but I, I played my blacked out that night. So I, I, during that time, I don't remember everything that happened. But when I heard everything that happened, yeah, it was a wild night to the point that I, had to, I got suspended from Rebel for a couple of weeks because of that night. So I took a break. I took a break from Rebel. I didn't take a break from the club. I took a break from Rebel. And we went to a couple of spots. I went to Slate during that time. Dante came with me. I went to Santu's, um, Santu's um, Playhouse. You came. Um, I think fans came. You was doing like a club tour type of shit. Yeah, yeah, I was doing a club tour too. I was able to come back to um, Rebel. That is something. Yeah, I didn't know about yeah, this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that was my mindset at the time. That was my mindset. I didn't know. I didn't. I didn't call it a club tour. I was just going to places or two. I was able to come back to Rebel. <laughs> but then one night, me did came back to Rebel, but but it wasn't one hour number night. You came with me. That when the Tia Marie was at Rebel, um, thing happened. And oh. 
And that was pretty much the end of my um end of my end of my suspension. They said, yo, yo, we'll go back, yo. So yeah. And um it was time to get back to work after that. So when was the last day of Rubble? Ah, last day of Rubble. Um it was, you know, the grand finale of um a session Saturday at Rubble. A whole lot of people came that day. A whole lot of people came that day. It was Even for us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we had, yeah, we had we had a whole lot of people. I don't think it was our biggest night. I think our biggest night at Rebel was a couple of weeks before that, where they had this big event called the Wave. The Rave happened. I think it was a, a rave, a, a the Golden Dark Rave. We had over thirty people that night. I don't know how, but we had over thirty people that night. But I know for the grand finale, we have a good like 15, 15 people. Like by then, our numbers started to improve. It was a good vibe that day, you know. Everybody came out just having a good time to, to end a great legacy club, stuff like that. Man, I tell you, a lot of people that mess with us during that time really do remember Rebel and talk about Rebel if they can. If you know, you know, basically. That's a fact. So, so yeah. How did you end up? Um, Getting in tune with promoting on social media for the um for the promoting the parties. I noticed that you was you was trying to put everything in the bio. You were saying the announcements and stuff like talk about the process of um, the changes and the um and the way you promoted. So we know. Honestly, everything from that, I I, I gotta always to come. You know. Yep. He played a big part of helping me grow within when it came to promoting and any, anything business related. You know, he played a big part in my growth in that. So for that, I think I think for that for real. And I pretty much well, I just pretty much studied the way he posted, it, and I pretty much took it how took it and just pretty much changing my changing made it to my way. And Your style I, type of yeah, thing. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, 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 there you go. And, that's how I learned from that, really. And I pretty much did that with everything else now. So not, not only with the promoting, but not also with the podcast and everything else, you know. You know, he, he played a big part. Even if he don't know it, you know, he played a big part in everything that I did. So I want to thank Kong for that, you know. And, yeah. And then you definitely was... You definitely had safe premiere on the flyers for everything, so yeah, you had to, you had to, you know, we, we had to. He told me use a word that stand out, and we premiere with the word that stand out, and ever since then, people been using it. Hell, we we use premiere now for the podcast, so like premiere became a big part of our life. You know, it, it that is entirely true. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't just a, it wasn't just a saying; it became a brand. I mean, with the with the evolution of social media, it, it kind of it kind of worked with the being able to draw the more people on there as well. Like, right? Yeah, pretty much. And the thing with me is, I already had a following from you know when we had Skornags and we had MySpace. I had a lot of those people follow me into IG and Facebook and stuff like that. And then I end up with the nightlife. I end up never with new people and I add them into the social media and into my social media and stuff like that. 
and then end up making the the pay for YPG. You know, just doing a lot, <laughs> doing a lot. You know, this pretty much the same following that went with us from my school next days and Blaze of Glory. Some of them follow follow along to the ride, and I just pretty much got a whole new audience as well. But it worked in your favor because they were actually yeah. booking birthdays. Yeah, yeah. They were or they were referring birthdays. to birthdays. Like, how did that yeah. happen behind the scenes? Yeah, yeah. The, um, pretty much some people would come out. Some people were already out, but some people probably didn't know that I was promoted there. What they knew, they're like, oh, okay, next time we come out, we're we going to be under you and stuff like that. Some people would hit me up saying, oh, yo, I have a birthday. Or my friend have a birthday. Can you help me out? Stuff like that, or 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 can you send me a promoter that could help me out? I'm a promoter, I got you, you know. I mean, a lot of that got way better once we got the Taj. So, like, when we got the Taj, it was pretty much game over. All right. Yeah. That's what's up. <laughs> yeah. So, um, next spot we so after um Rebel closed, we moved to Octagon, right? I, or yeah. was it a little break? What was so, it? So it was a little short break. It was temporary spots um, between between Rebel and Octagon. First, we did like a little. The first thing we did like a couple two Apple two um, events at um, Element. Then we had one event at Catcher. Then we had our Octagon after. So so it was like a little break, and then we did like three three different events, three pre events, I should say. Before we got to um, Octagon. All right, so we get to Octagon, and at this time, things were starting to get a little different for, for YPG, right? Yeah, Octagon. The first event at Octagon was my birthday event. So <laughs> first, yeah, another birthday had, event. Yeah, yeah. I had two. I had two birthday events at Octagon. First one when we had an all white. I told my team, everybody to wear black and white that night, and um. That was a really cool premiere um, event. Yeah, as, as we got the other guy, you know, we, we did start to grow, but we also started to get big headed too during the Asagon days. Like, we really started to get big headed. So, but that would be our, that became our downfall later in this story. So then, when you get to Octagon, there's basically a whole bunch of us taking pictures. And... Yeah, yeah, we, we, it was a big thing. So, I knew it. I'm gonna tell you one thing. I don't think I ever told you this. I want, I want to tell you what was. I want to tell you what my original goal for YPG, the vision that I have. Sam, Let's get Sam, there. Yeah. Yeah. Sam might could have vouched for me on this, but my original vision for YPG was for to have a big team, basically the nightlife version of Wu Tang, you know, and basically each of us have a different spot in New York where we promote in or DJs and stuff like that. And we pretty much take over New York. We go to a different spot. We make we make our money and put on our brand, have a big network, and then one day we come together and we, we we do a big event of our own together. And stuff like that. That was always was my vision doing that, like doing with my PG and stuff like that. So when we would start adding people, that was my plan. That was the plan. But it didn't it didn't pan out that way, honestly. At, at all. <laughs> at all. At all, because I felt like everybody's vision was completely different. People was in the group because they wanted to have fun. People was in the group because they were they wanted to be opportunities. They would try to be opportunities. People was in the group because they didn't want to be an entourage. 
the people, yeah. the people, and some people, a few people actually follow the vision, you know. So yeah, other other people just want to do their own thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you um, so after that, I remember I didn't go to that much. Yeah, yeah, I met a lot more people there. Even some people who we knew from years ago, brother from Robeson or stuff like that, started coming out with us, trying to go or start doing events after gone for for our birthdays. And I and after gone, me and Sands with Wild Boys after gone. Like we were we was we were out of control after gone. I'm not gonna hold you. Right. And then you um <laughs> it was it was so it was so much cause then like y'all was y'all was kinda dating people in Octagon and it was just like y'all was mixing business and pleasure. Oh, I, I gotta I gotta I gotta put that on pause with Chris Roddy. I gotta put that on pause. I never <laughs> I well actually I know. Okay, okay. I, I know I know personally you did one person. One 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 per out of my nightlight journey. Out of my nightlight journey. I did meet up with a lot of girls in my nightlife journey. I could admit that. I, I, I was I was kind of a hoe. I'm not gonna. I, I, I could admit that. Out of my nightlife journey, I was a hoe. But in terms of relationship, I only dated one girl in my nightlife journey. Only one girl. Only one girl. Oh, but you met? Did you meet? You met her at the club? I did met her. I met her after going. I did met her after going. <laughs> I did met her after going. I, I could admit that. I did met her after going. I ain't gonna tell you who the person name because no. But one day. I, I told the story before. If, if y'all know, if y'all heard my Valentine's Day story, clearly y'all y'all would kind of cool who the person is. So, you know, I met this girl one night. It was her birthday. Um, I danced with her. Nikki, you know, she uh, she said that sorry, I tried to get her number. She said she got a man. I like your man's a lucky guy. She gave me her number. We started dating. Things were in a complicated situation. She broke up with her boyfriend, and me and her started dating. We were together for at least a year. Yeah. To, to, to get a short version. To get a short version of that. But yeah, got it. Got it. Got it. So I know exactly that story by the back of my head. Yeah, yeah. But but it was people I met. I did met people, though. And I did date some people. I, I could find dating some people. It never led to relationship, though. To that relationship. Mm. I did two girls on dates that I met in the club. But I, I could met that. So, yeah. But, but you're right though. We did we did um mix business with pleasure, especially especially at Oscar. We, we we did especially at Oscar. We did definitely definitely yeah. So any other stories of Octagon that you could tell? Octagon was an interesting place, you know. Of course, it wasn't like Rapple, but but I feel like but Octagon we you know me and Sam we got big headed at Octagon. What caused us to get kicked off though. And I ain't gonna hold you during that time. We was upset about it. We was upset about it. As anybody would be. Yeah, yeah. It's like losing a job. Yeah, yeah, basically, yeah, basically, yeah, basically. But as time went on and we actually looked back on it, and actually when we started doing um Taj, I felt like for a reason. And he did that for us to grow. And and when I started looking at that, I was like, yo, 
Yo, I, I get why he did it, you know, because I ain't gonna hold you. We was wild boy. We was acting up. We were messing up the business. We was mixing business with Fletcher. We were making many mistakes, you know, and that just made us into a stronger, you know, stronger person as a team, you know. So, I like I said, thank you, Comp, for that, because that was another lesson that he taught us, and that really caused us to us to mature when we got to Taj. Really under him no more. He was through helping us out along the way. And even for that, I, I, I appreciate it. That's what's up, man. Shout out to Compton for that, man. Like, yeah, shout out to you. Yeah, of course, of course. One of, one of the best NYC nightlight promoters to this day. So, I know me going as a party goer and the avid thing, he had a lot of people at Octagon. Like, yeah. Executive was the, the main person, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah Executive. Uh, DJ Sleepy at one point. Um, yeah. Yeah, Chow and Phantom kids there a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kevin Crown. Also Kevin there. Crown a lot. Kevin yeah. Crown ramped up the crowd every time. Yeah. Yeah, Octagon, I kind of kind of miss it a little bit as well. Yeah, Octagon was a cool vibe, though. You know, it was a cool vibe. Um, like I said, um, I felt like we, 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 I feel like Octagon was our period where we had to really learn, learn about us, basically, because it, it wouldn't prepare us for what, what, what was coming next. So, um, the biggest nights at Octagon was just the um, birthday parties. Did y'all have celebrities that y'all booked or yeah, big yeah. parties like what y'all had? Yeah, um, I know both my birthday was big. Um, even though I don't remember the second one like that. <laughs> um, Rondell had a big birthday at, um, at Octagon. Uncle Mario night was big. Um, oh, yeah, Mario. Mario was there. Ted was from Black Ink was there one time. Um, I was trying to think who else. It was, a lot, it was a lot of people there. I just can't remember like the big night for Octagon. But you, you had a birthday. We were the, we the last birthday at Octagon. Like the I never showed the hell out. My classmate from City Tech came to my classmates from City Tech came through and everything. But I, I also want to get into the special events that we also did offside. Yeah. Yeah, we did a lot of brunches at time. We did boat rides. We did um, some other events. I can't remember. Maybe it was something that we, we wasn't a part of at promoters, but we just went just to go. Mm. But yeah. But them boat rides was becoming a, a yearly thing. It was, yeah, it was. It wasn't your thing. It was a, yeah, it was, it wasn't your thing. Damn. So the special events was kind of dope. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was. Yeah, we had a lot you of do, You would think that those special events are harder to promote? Um. From your stand. Yeah, yeah, because sell, selling tickets, you know, selling tickets is always, is always not the easiest. People don't want, sometimes don't want to pay for it. So, be, you know, people like to go for stuff free and stuff like that. Unless it, unless it caught their attention. Or unless if they DJ, if they DJ there, or they got people who they, who they know is going. They can get to come together yeah, type yeah, of yeah. thing. Yeah, 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 pretty much. Because I personally, I'll... I use Eventbrite now, so I rather that method so that it shows yeah, up yeah, in my yeah. phone and I ain't gotta worry. When I get to the door, I just hold my phone up. 
Yeah, and also it's one one thing that we we our big night always was Halloween. I feel like every time we do a Halloween event, talk um, about we, that we, real we, fast. We always kill it. Yeah, like we had <laughs> at one point we had like a streak of Halloween from Rebel to probably Tide 2019, where every year Tide, yeah, every year every Halloween event we killed it. Like whether it's from gasoline, whether it's from ticket sales, we would kill it every year. Like, and yeah, it's always been a thing. That is something, bro. Yeah. So, um, after Octagon ended, now y'all gotta um, look for another spot. Yeah, yeah. So we are. We were still pretty much, you know, going around places. Looking for another spot, we would try to do 760. We would try to do um, slate. We thought about slate. We were trying to do um, another spot, and then 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 with Taj. And I didn't gonna hold you. I was iffy about Taj because when I went for your sister's birthday during that year, mm-hmm. I didn't have, I didn't have the best experience at Taj. Mm. But 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 you know you know what Let, let's take a chance. So me and Sands we had a meeting at Taj with to be main promoters at Taj. We wanted the main promoters at Taj. Mm. He gave he gave he gave us a deal that wasn't so great, but we do was considered going to Taj. But then we then but then we realized our promoter that we met, we knew MTA Rocky was also doing Taj and. Rocky was like he knew who we was and stuff like that. He could be seen to us at the um, the craft fest. And Rocky was like, you know what? He go, he go, he. he. Rocky decided to put, put us on, and we got our um, spot at Tide on January tenth, twenty fifteen. Gotcha, gotcha. And uh, and um, no, and fun fact, um, when I started promoting, you know. My sisters, they knew a lot of promoters that's in the game. They knew who Rocky was. They knew who Mac was. They knew a lot of people. But I decided to not use their name to get into the promo. I wanted to pretty much do it myself, you know. Because I didn't want to be known as, you know, TN, Danny, little brother. I wanted, I wanted to be Ken that came with the gentleman. You know, Ken or YPG and stuff like that. I wanted to pretty much make it my own identity, basically. And I get that. Yeah. I totally get that now when I look back. Yeah. At the time, I already thought that was a cheat code. Yeah, it was. I didn't want that. I didn't want that. I didn't want that. Because my sister know Rocky. So I could have I could have told them, oh, I'm the brother, and I could have got in like that. But I didn't want that. I didn't want that. So I just wanted I wanted to order my hard work to show and Sam's hard work to show as well. Because I got Sam with me, too. So it, it wasn't just a me. It wasn't, it wasn't just a me thing. So... So I wanted us to basically get get, get it on our own, you know, get it on our own. The people wanted me to to get the help. I didn't want the help. You know, I didn't want the help. Got it, got it, got it. I didn't want the help. So in case you didn't know why, I never went that route. That's why, because I wanted to, um, I wanted to figure it out on my own. Gotcha. And and it worked out. (laughs) It worked out on my own, so... So yeah, it worked out. So when you first started doing Taj, was Catra soon after? Catch Catra was like a later later that year. 
catching related that year. But Ty, we did Ty first. Um, first couple weeks, we, we were killing Ty first couple weeks. And then we have a long, a long slow build for Taj after that for a while. Until like maybe close to the summer. We had a slow build wow. on Taj until the summer, yeah. And then Taj started picking up after that. Before we got to Taj, I mean, at the Taj, I mean, I believe in March, we started between March and April, we started doing Studio 21 for a little bit. I remember that. With, with the Empire Boys, he, he put us away. He, he put he put us on do Studio Three One for like a good three months and stuff like that. And um, that was a cool event, you know. That was a cool event, you know. I mean, fun fact: we never got, we never, we never, we never had a good guest list on that event at all. We never had a good guest list at all for that event. But I didn't met people though. I didn't met people. I had a couple people who I knew came out to that event. But we just never got, you know, fully got paid for that event up to one time, which was my birthday event that I had out Studio 21. And then then soon after we had Taj, one of the one of the promoters who promote at Taj, he told me and Sam about Catcher. And like, yo, I do Catcher on Friday, y'all should come through, stuff like that. Uh-huh. By by then Studio 21 was pretty much over. It was pretty much over. So we were like, okay, sure. So we started doing Catcher that July. And um, the same year, July. So so Taj, Taj we, we started off Todd bad. And then we started killing it. We started, we did our, our first two weeks that Todd was good. Then for a whole three months, Todd was bad. And then we started picking up again at Taj. Well, Catcher, we were hot for a minute at Catcher. We were hot for like good two months at Catcher. But I remember. To Catcher die down. Yeah. Wow. But I remember that at Todd, there was so much rules that a lot of people was not interested really at one point, right? Is that yeah. true? Yeah, it was. Um, the thing was, when we got to Todd, we tried to get all our followers who were Osagon to come to Todd. But a lot of people did not like Taj because of the strict guest dress, strict dress code. Um, it just had so many rules, so many rules, so many strict rules for no reason. I so came all the way with a sneaker ball, and they turned me away in the yeah, snow. Yeah, yeah, it was it was that bad. It was really bad. And I think that, and one thing about Taj, that would, I feel like that would hurt us more than anything. First, when we first started, because we had people. Um, we had people come in and stuff like that, and they got turned away for the little thing. Of course, of course, which I know this story is coming, so I'm I'm my just say now. It was a, it was a period where we have I have a birthday event at Taj, and a lot of my friends got turned away because of the weight, you know. And I was really conflict that night because it wanted my birthday, you know. I I, I didn't want to deal with the stress of my birthday, but then also. I do, I do it in a place of business. I do gotta handle business as well. And that night I was confident and hurt. Kind of like, dang, yo. Like, it messed up. My, my friend can't get in because of something I can't really do much about, you know? And it, go, it was just Out of your control. Yeah, it was really out of my control. It was really disrespectful. And I apologize to all my friends about that situation, you know? Really yeah, I remember I seen the next day you wrote a long post. Yeah, it was a, about yeah, it. Yeah, it was a 
it, you know. I didn't want them to think that I didn't care about the kids. That wasn't the case at all, you know. I did care, you know. But, you know, it was one thing that wasn't something that I didn't know what to do. And it turns out it was that just that door guy who was there at the time. Good thing they got rid of him later, but, you know, after he left, that situation pretty much changed. So, so yeah, it was just, it was a, it was a lot. That situation was a lot, man. I hold you, that situation hurt me really bad, you know. I know it took a while for the, for my friend to trust me after that, but, it, yeah, I mean, that time was a project, brother, a project. It was a rough time. It was, it was, trust me. Um, when it I came was, to promoting, because you were still doing it every week, regardless. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you, you have to make money no matter what. And I wanted to fix the problem. I wanted to fix the problem too. I didn't. I didn't want to just give up that. Give up that. You know. I wanted to fix the problem. Yeah. I, I felt like I ended up fixing the problem. Cause I spoke to the GM after that. I spoke to many people after that about what happened that night. So it wasn't. It wasn't like I wasn't doing that behind the scenes about it. You know. Cause that, I was really fixing the problem behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah man. So, that was a very disappointing night. It was. Appreciate um Sans for for that for really helping me out with that situation. Cause he knew that day was my birthday, so he, he knew that I didn't want to handle that. So he stepped in and tried his best to do the best way he can as well. So yeah, shout out to Sans for that too. But at the same time as promoters, how much power do you really have? You don't own the club. You don't have discretion of who comes and goes. Yeah, I feel like I feel like we we would we would have the power once. But they really know who we were. We threw it kind of new. We threw it like oh. we would do a year in. We basically like a year in. So we do things, certain things that we couldn't really do. Like, I recall if, if y'all was there for like four years and it happened. Like, like, like if, that, if that happened now, I think we would have had more power now to do that. We would have, we could have fixed it now. Cause we, cause we got the club, well, we got the club trust, we got the GM trust and stuff like that. Back mm-hmm. then, we, back then we were just literally a year in. Literally a year in. Like, we could have done much. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? But also, since you are doing this timeline, something else happened during this time as well. Oh, yeah. Tell me about that second situation. <laughs> yeah, so during this time, you know, as you remember, we had a summer benefit too. It was a major success. During August of 2015, Summer Bashment 3 came out. <laughs> oh boy, Summer Bashment 3. Summer Bashment 3. Uh... The planning was annoying. Yeah, the plan, yeah. So, Summer Bashment 3. So, we wanted to do a thing on Summer Bashment. People have been asking for another Summer Bashment. So, we, we tried to deliver. We tried to do it a different way. You know, of course, we have Roddy and, and Germs as the main DJ this time. Mm. And um, stuff like that. We 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 doing that at a different location, Norway, Kanasi, and stuff like that. And yeah, I feel like this planning was more stressful than the other ones. Cause one, this is the first time we have a house party in like good four years, four or five years. Oh, you know, it was five five years. So it was five years. Five years. Yeah, remember because the last part two was till twenty ten. That was 2010? Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, this was 2015, yeah, five years. So, and stuff like that. Also, during that time, I lost my phone during that time. So, uh, so a lot was happening during that time. And when the night happened, um, 
<sighs> boy, it was stressful. Um, boy, it was stressful. We um, DJ um, DJ set the DJ was the uh, DJ equipment wasn't working. We had to go back and forth for liquor, stuff like that. The people um, the place was far. Place was far. Um, it, it was people who was in charge of the house but felt like they was in charge of the party too and it took it took from what we were really doing basically you know the leadership I should say leadership was handled weird you know I was leaving that to y'all <laughs> yeah it was it was just a lie it was a lie it was stressful it was a stressful day you know um, and on top of that it was a lot of drama it was a lot of drama and it was more more guys than girls, but the guys that actually showed up, they, showed up, they didn't like they didn't like the selection. They didn't like the selection of girls. I'm pretty sure the girls that actually did come, they didn't like the selection of guys either. So it was like, yeah, it was a bad. It was it was a really bad turnout, yo. It was a really bad turnout. I was embarrassed by that turnout actually. Like really embarrassed. Like dang, like and and also somebody. Somebody low-key brought a gun, too, to the bachelor. So, yeah, I remember that story. Yeah, so it was just, it was, it was, that night was wild, son. That night was wild. And, um, It yeah. just made us not want to do summer bashments again at, at that capacity. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. That was pretty much um, the, the death of summer bashments, son. But if we ever do, like, the, um, a party at this scale, we know that it got to be better planned. Yeah, I agree. It got to be better plan. I agree with that. Yeah, yeah, it had to be better plan and better location that people can get to. Uh, exactly, because I had I had people for the Bronx that wanted to come to the party, but they was just like, "Yo, it's too far for us." And I understand that it was it was way too far. It was hell, it's far for me. And I live in Brooklyn. <laughs> you live in Brooklyn yourself, and those far. Yeah, so it was like, yeah, it was, it was the location I feel like was one of the, of the biggest. Um, mess up I mean, even East New York was far but people do was people do could have came you know when we did East New York it was far but people do came you know so but Canarsie that, that was for some it was like a nearby train or bus yeah yeah and this this it was only one train going to the location and then you had to take a bus the rest yeah. of the way yeah so it was a lot it was a lot yeah so Ambassador 3 was the worst, the worst, worst event. We try our best to save that event the best way we can, but it just didn't, it just didn't happen, you know. And then I wish that more people would have helped us with the promoter. I agree, I agree. Because, like, we tried to, but maybe they did, but then their people was also saying, Yeah. Canarsie. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. It, was, it was a lie. It was a lie. And yeah. I ain't gonna lie, like, um, uh, Like, I would, like, we, when, when me and Jerns was DJing, it was really, we was trying, but sometimes even the, the speakers was knocking out and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Everything just went bad. Everything went bad, yeah. But, but you can't even blame one element or one person because you can't yeah, do nah, it. Nah, I mean, all we, we were, all we, yeah, we just got to blame us because it was our event and that's how we got to, we just said, that's how we had to look at it, you know. 
And just know that next time, if we was to go back to the capacity, we just got to be more prepared for it. That's basically what it is, you know. Sometimes accountability is, is good. We, we just have to take that. We, we have to take the L for that. <laughs> we have to take the L for that. And we definitely don't even, if somebody mentions it, we shut it down right away. Like, nope. Yeah, yeah pretty much. It ain't happening. Pretty much. I feel like it's more likely now because we know what to do now, but we, we just have to see. But now it's going to take um, more monetary means. Pretty much, yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Pretty much. Because what we was doing in the past, we probably just supply like the liquor. And yeah, 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 yeah. That would be it. But now it's going to be more stuff we got to supply. Because yeah. if we promote an event, we want whoever's helping us out to help us promote too. Yeah. Fill the, no, fill the place up. I agree. I agree. So um, now we did um, how was cop? I realized that she was doing catcher. So tell me about the catcher days. So so um, so when we got on catcher in July of 2015, when we first started, we were doing good for the first couple of months. We were doing good for catcher because you know catcher was more relaxed. Catcher with a late time, which um, the dress code was strict and stuff like that. But then, out of nowhere, catching the slow down, like slow down heavy, and when it came to people coming out and stuff like that, unless we had a major birth, unless we had a major birthday, you know, stuff like that. But um, catching was cool. Um, I, for me, I I still like the times more than I like catcher, but um, yeah, catcher was cool though. You know, catcher was cool. Um, yeah. But then you had um. Any bad nights or anything that happened in Catcher that we could talk about? Yeah, I'm not really too familiar about bad nights in Catcher. Um, yeah, I mean, um, typical me getting drunk and stuff like that. Yeah, but I had many bad nights in Catcher, but um, a lot of them wasn't as bad as what I had in the past, though. You know. Mm. Yeah, yeah, but I did have bad nights. It's been nights where I was drunk and I just don't remember anything. Um, bad nights where, well, this is not necessarily bad, but I had a stalker and catcher one time, <laughs> and she followed she followed me in the catcher and and yeah <laughs> and stuff like that. Um, How'd you handle that? Well, I, well, I pushed some, I pushed her onto somebody else, and then now she pretty much married to that dude now. So, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's what's up. Yeah, that's you it. made a love connection. <laughs> Why are we even trying? Why are we even, even trying? Yeah, Why are we even, even trying. I, I, like she was trying to give me one night and stuff like that. She, she's able to do that. We try to get a dance. I, I pushed him, I pushed like on these. They start dancing with him just to be distracted. And then, like, I guess later started to connect with dude. So I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. So, yeah, it worked out. <laughs> but I can hold your catcher also with me just, you know, doing a thing with the, the ladies as well. You know, with the ladies, you know, getting a number, you know, store all the extra stuff with the ladies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, stuff like that. But, um, yeah. Yeah, catcher was an interesting place. So, um, when did y'all stop doing catcher? Uh, was around the pandemic. And well, yeah, both, yeah, both spots we stopped at the pandemic. I think catcher, though, I thought the catcher 
um, probably a month before the pandemic because I just wasn't going. wasn't It wasn't. I just wasn't going. But yeah, pretty much around the pandemic, basically. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Cause Taj, Taj, I went to Taj literally the week before the pandemic. I went to Taj three, four, ten minutes, and then the week later, pandemic started. Gotcha was literally like probably like probably like two to three weeks before the pandemic. I stopped going. But catch what's still going on though, I just stopped going. Wow. Yeah. So the the pandemic happened and I know you had to go through a lot of changes. So you're gonna talk about a summary of what, what you what was going through your mind to what you was going through twenty twenty. So um pandemic, um I'm not gonna hold you, it changed me a lot. You know, um, in the pandemic, I was diagnosed with anxiety, and I started getting panic attacks, like, a lot. You know, um, I had my first panic attack was on March 16th, and stuff like that, because, you know, pandemic was starting to start picking up, I thought I had, I thought I had COVID at the time. So I started, you know, I started feeling weird, stuff like that, I couldn't breathe. And I was panicking for like a whole night from 11 p.m until 6 a.m. and it just went stop. So I thought I had the heart attack and stuff like that, so I ended up going to the hospital. And doctor was like, what you doing here? You're not supposed to be here. If you if you don't got COVID, you're not supposed to be here. So next thing you know, she just told me that I was having an anxiety attack, a panic attack, she just gave me medicine for it, and stuff like that. As I was taking the medicine, as I was taking the medicine, the panic attack was going on for like, three to four weeks still what yeah it was, it was not stopping it was not stopping a long time man yeah yeah I too I too have to stop it completely and then that would stop stopping stuff like, stuff like that yeah it, was, it just made it just changed my mindset too like I was just I guess I was scared a lot you know it was and I never really spoke about it because people I feel like people didn't understand what I was going through so I even one of the things that I would only, only my family knew, and probably some people from the team knew, but I think people didn't know the extent of how bad it was. Nah. And, yeah, and it was bad to the point of, you know, I thought I get phobias of not going out, and many things. I had to go to therapy for it and talk to them. And doing the therapy, it taught me a lot more about myself, everything that I was actually going through. It even helped me out about had trauma I was holding in for a very long time. Wow. So, yeah, the pandemic really, like, changed me to the, to, that, let's just say that period from 2022, probably 2022, pretty much changed me into, like, basically, for a long period of time, this took me in a, in a place that I definitely do not want to go back to no more, you know. Gotcha. Yeah. I noticed that you stepped back from social media sites for a couple of days or a week, right? Was it a long? Was it a week or more? I think it was a year because um, it was a week and or maybe two weeks. It was because like it was a lot of news thing too, and I, I I would get triggered by a lot of things. I would get triggered by the news. I would get triggered by losing family and stuff. Yeah, people dying. That was a lot. It just freaked, it freaked me out bad. Like, freaked me, it freaked me out bad, you know. And, um, yeah. And then, 
hear about other people that actually know Diane to it, it really did trigger like a, a lie. It did trigger fear. And the wow. thing about me, the thing about me, I now I don't usually get fear of nothing, but that was the one time that I was actually scared of a lot of things. So yeah, it was a lot, you know. And Man. it's something that I thought that none of us should want to go through again, you know. So during that time, um, you lost your job at New York and Co. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and that's a, that was another thing too. Um, even though I hated New York and Co. After a while, you know, I've been there for many years, and um, and there were times that I was leaving, but if things that didn't fall through. Cause I had to have had had job that was about to um go for a new job, but things just didn't fall through. It was always something happened. It was always something happened with the with the job that I was going for. Basically. Like I was doing construction for a little bit. I was in New York, and I was going to leave New York for that, but then that fell through. That fell through, and I had security. I go through, but then that didn't work out, and then other job that I would have interview for, but then all those things didn't work out. I basically just stayed until you know something happened. Then you know, Cole got closed down, and I guess when it when it closed down, I got mixed feelings about it. You no, know, I was so relieved at one point, right? Yeah, yeah, I was happy because cause it was a job that I, was, I did. You know, I I, I did. I, I like New York Cole, but I just wasn't happy because I was growing. I was growing as a person there. Yeah, that's what it really was. I was I was just stuck in the same place. And I needed something else to really grow. So when that closed down, I was relieved by it. But I wasn't happy because that was my my only income that I was making during that time, you know? Mm. And then, yeah. And that was probably one of the reasons why I didn't leave in the first place because I didn't have no other income at the moment. Like, what am I going to do, you know? And then when that actually happened, I'm like, dang, what am I going to do? So, yeah, it was just, it was, it was a lot. So, um... You started to do um, this the gentleman lifestyle in January of 2019, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I started doing the podcast. I met the gentleman later podcast January 2018. But the idea of me when I started podcast was really like around sometime early 2018. Mm-hmm. Originally, originally, we, we want to do a team podcast first. Um, some radio site hit me up saying that, yo, um, you do you want to have a radio station, do this radio edit radio spot? And we were like, yeah. But it didn't happen during that time because we didn't know who wanted to be a part of the show. We didn't have the money for it. We had to pay for the studio. So that idea went off the table. So then next thing you know, later that year, a friend of mine, um, Queen Libra, she had a podcast show. And I asked her, how you got your podcast show? She told me about the ad called Anchor. So I'm like, for real? Nice. So next thing you know, um, I download Anchor. And I could say I'm going to start my podcast show in September of 2018. But now I pushed it back. October came. No, I pushed it back. November came. No, but I got a name now. <laughs> the summer came. I pushed it back. January, early January came. Like January first, January second. No, next thing you know, um, January nineteenth, I was supposed to go to Taj that night because we had the, um, I believe it was our seven year anniversary party mm-hmm. we had and stuff like that. And um, 
I was told myself, you know, I ain't going to go to talk tonight. So I decided to stay at home and work on this podcast interview, podcast episode. So, like, you know, I had a five people. I asked them, like, yo, um, should I do this? Should I talk about podcast show tonight? People were like, yeah, I believe you were one of the person I hit up to. I believe you were one of them. But, yeah. um, but I was like, yeah. So I started recording the first episode, episode zero. And I, I didn't put it out. I, I wasn't sure how it was going to go or what direction mm. I was going, but but next thing you know, a lot of people like the show. So I'm like, okay, cool. I know during that time when I started the show, I had music on the show because I wanted to make it have like a radio feel to to the show. During the, during the time, I didn't think nothing was what's going to happen, but yeah. And as time went on, the show grew little by little, you know. So, um, you ended up interviewing your sisters on the first episode, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I interviewed my sister, Danielle, for the first episode of the Gentleman Like the Podcast. And, you know, it was a pretty quick episode, you know. Um, originally, I was supposed to have both of them in the first episode. That was the original plan, was to have both mm-hmm. of them on the first episode. But that didn't work out. Um, Tony didn't want to be on the, the mic at, at first. So, mm-hmm. um, and, and plus, the yo had her podcast premiering a week later. So, I like, you know, just do her way of promoting her show as well. So, that when I started that, I did that based on that. And, yeah, and that's how the first episode came about. I mean, of course, it was, it was a long, she was probably one of the little shortest interview that I ever had. But, but, yeah, that was the first episode. So, um. How was it interviewing people that you didn't even know personally? Um, it was, um, I, the thing was, I was nervous doing that because I didn't know them at all. I know two of the people for season one, I knew them, but I didn't know them like that. You know, we were Bron Boom Boom and Miss Molly Podge. Like, I knew Miss Molly Podge, got her in the club, but I didn't know her as a person during that time. And probably Boom Show has been on my social media for years, but we just wasn't close like that. So when I interviewed them two, I didn't know them. I was nervous because I was like, dang, I don't know them. I, I'm not sure if, if, if we're going to connect the way, like the way, you know, it, it's because of my chemistry. So that's something like you want to see if, 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 we, if we're going to have a chemistry. And I didn't think I was sure that could happen, but mm-hmm. as time went on, it, it worked. It worked pretty good, you know. So I was, I was nervous when, when I interview people I don't know. I, I'm always nervous when I interview people I don't know, you know. It always, it always just be a me thing. I always feel more comfortable when somebody I do know. And I realized that like you were also going on appearances, but like most of the people that was appearances were like people that you met through um, different Facebook groups and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk a little bit more about that. Yeah, so my first podcast appearance was on Surviving the Journey podcast with Jay Siobhan. And I met her through a anchor group on Facebook and stuff like that. I believe she was on my show first because I thought it was her show and I enjoyed it. She was on my show first. I know that episode had so many drama, so many, um, not drama, so many errors, I should say. Because mm-hmm. Anchor, because Anchor, doing that time, Anchor was just terrible. 
and stuff like that. And she wanted me to come on her show. And we had the same issue where Anchor had been on that show as well. And then that time went on, um, I joined I, I joined a podcast family by the name of the Cora Circle of Outstanding Podcasters. And shout out to them. Shout out to them, yeah. Angelica, Cuba, Queen Pen, and all of them. And they, and they, and I thought it would be a collaborative on their show. You know, when they had Sharon Karaoke, I went on their show. And then I went on uh, a person I, that I was cool with, the CC, because she had her show during that time too, called For the Love of CC. I was on her show. And yeah, that yeah, that first couple of um, episodes of 2020, I guess the first guest appearance of 2020, I was just like trying, but I still wasn't big on going on people's platforms yet. I was through like shy behind that. But for me, watching you go through that at first, that's a courage. It did. It did. Um, especially during that time, um, during the pandemic, I would I would deal with um, acid reflux and post night drip, and my throat was crazy during that time too. So that's another thing too. So my throat was like messed up around that time too. So that made things even more harder. But I bet people didn't notice my voice was messed up during that to do the recordings. So um, you have you have did a um, countdown show. I remember. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk a little bit about that. Yeah. So so the countdown show. So every time we got to a mid season finale or a finale episode, I've been to gentlemen like the podcast. During the early days, I would have a countdown show based on the top ten songs that I played on my show, and um, I that was a fun that was a fun um fun type of show because people love like I feel like during the early days people didn't like my show because of me, people like my show because of the music, and during that time I wanted to give people what they wanted and that was pretty much the music, so. Yeah, the countdown show was pretty fun. In some episode, I pretty much got a little open. I'll open up a little bit about things going on in my life and stuff like that. Yeah, it was a it was a fun experience. I felt like my favorite countdown show that I ever did was the old school countdown show. That was like one of my favorite ones I did. You know, and and you, yeah, and we did six episodes yeah. of those. And we did six episodes <laughs> of, of the countdown show, and that was a that was a fun experience. You know. And I remember like listening to your countdown show because it, it, it brought in my knowledge of of older school R and B of the eighties and stuff. Songs I never knew about and stuff. Yeah. And and it's funny because I was gonna do a nineties version of it, but then things happen. Things happen with Spotify and stuff like that. But I'm pretty sure we will get to that soon, but yeah. Are you gonna talk about that now? What happened with the Spotify situation? Okay, okay. so so um, they didn't know, you know, um, you know, copyright infringements happened. So it was a time where Mr. Gentleman like the pocket. I I think my my show wasn't gonna grow as big as it was. I was thinking about people told me like, Yo, Kenny, you better be careful. They're gonna come for you with copyright infringement. I like no, they're not. I, I was like, no, they're not. My show not big enough for that. I was thinking my show was not big enough for that. Boy, I was wrong. <laughs> so, all so I, I believe it was July of 2020. 2020. Uh-huh. I, got, I got my first copyright infringement, but when I got my first one, it wasn't. They didn't know. They didn't, they didn't let me know. So I was like, "What happened with one of my episodes?" And it was the episode where my cousin was on there. 
So that was the first episode that got the copyright infringement. And then next thing you know, I got a letter from Spotify saying, yo, we're taking this episode down, stuff like that, because you didn't want to change the copyright infringement. I do didn't take it serious. Next thing you know, they took the whole show off Spotify now. Oh, wow. So I tried try to figure out, how am I going to do this? How am I going to fix it? And stuff like that. So so I had the mom talk to them and stuff like that. They gave me another chance. They put it back. They put it back. And stuff like that. So I didn't think nothing of it. Things, things. I do go, I do put music on the show. I didn't think nothing of it. it. It took it off again. It took it off Spotify again. At the time, it was it was worse. A lot of episodes got removed. So I was like, dang. So next thing you know, I I um rebranded my whole show. I took up every music off the show. And then since I was doing that, I, I was really depressed when that happened. Like I like dang. I believe this was like season four of Mid Finale. And I it was a, one of the, it was an episode called uh, Rebrand and Reset. And I just was like, Yeah, I, I'm gonna take a break. I took like a, a month and a half break during the time and I just said I'm gonna go rebrand the show. So during this time I removed every song of every episode. I re edited all my episodes. I re edited every episode from That had to take a lot of time. It was. It took like, it took a month and a half. <laughs> it took a month and a half. It was from episode sixty one to episode zero. Mm. Yeah, and, and even by then we had old school show as well by then too. So I even had to add those shows as well. And it took it took a while and I just I didn't talk to nobody. I found no episode. I just really just like we added everything. Like every episode pretty much got rebranded. And nobody knew about nobody knew that we rebranded the episode. So, so I, I was just editing. I re-recorded some of the early episodes, and um, yeah, and I was, did that too. It was ready. It was ready on April 2021. All the news removed. Everything's all the audio sounded up to date. Basically, we were, I'm editing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, everything was just rebranded. And um, yeah, even though losing the music was bad. I felt like without music, it helped the show grow even more. Wow. That now, it wasn't just them come to my show to listen to the music. It was them come to my show listen to me and what I had to say. And that when I started to just open up more on my show now. Because now, they gave more people to know what, what, what who is Ken Mr. Gentleman. Behind the mic, the real yeah, person. Yeah. I get that. I felt like when I had the music, I wasn't giving them much. I wasn't giving them much. I felt like I was, I was pretty lazy. Now, I I felt like I was a little lazy. I I I can admit that now. I'll admit that now. I felt like I was a little lazy. I didn't even have any guests, but when it came to my solo episode, I felt like I was a little lazy for giving them people more how to more me, you know. Right. So um, talk about the birth of all the spinoffs from the wrestling to the day night and yeah, going to them. I so wrestling. It wasn't wrestling show is not a spinoff. It's pretty much, a, I guess, a segment. You can say it's a segment. Oh, segment. Yeah, yeah, it's a segment. Yeah, yeah. Like wrestling, like I can say the segments on my show with wrestling. There's a segment. Um, the new character show that I have now, the top twenty character show, the segment, and something else in the segment. Um, they that talk was originally a segment before it became a show, but we will get to that a little later. But the first spinoff show I had was Unsigned Hype. New music on side hype show, which started in 2018. After um, 
I believe it's June 2019, and where I play new music and play unreleased artists, basically unknown, you know, like like indie artists, basically. Stuff like that. I play their music. I play their music and stuff like that. Originally, I wanted I wanted to interview them, but at the time, this thing just didn't work out. So that's been a show. It has six episodes, and then I scrapped it. But I brought that show off back later, which is now is um a conversation about music, which was reborn in 2021. So so I mean, pretty much that was more of like talking to artists about their music journey and stuff like that, and then have pretty much different music topics. I will say something. Yeah, yeah. So that's more of a repurpose, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. You can say that. You can call that repurpose in this case, right? Go on. Yeah, yeah, basically like a revival, revival, basically. It's a revival, (laughs) yeah, basically. But but before that, before that, um, we we had this show, we we had this other show where originally was supposed to be what conversation about music was supposed to be. It was a show called I Love Music. And originally, it was basically about talking about old school music. And I wanted to have somebody to come along on the journey with me. And the person I wanted to do it with was you, Roddy. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. And as we were playing for that show, we were talking about a lot of old school things. You know, a lot of old school stuff. Old school would just keep popping up and stuff like that. So I one night I slept on it and stuff like that. I woke up the next day and I'm like, yo, the old school show. I gotta mm-hmm. tell Roddy this. So I told Roddy about the new idea for the show. And, and I was with him. Yeah, and we named it the old school show and Roddy was ready. You know, um old school show started in October of twenty twenty. Which is now pretty much through going on to the day. We are on the third season, which we're about to end pretty soon yeah old school show yeah old school show was a really popular show out of all the spin-off shows you know stuff like that then conversation came out in 2021 the official the official version came out in june of 2021 which is now the second season which season one was cool but it picked up a lot more season two and then we got the newest spin-off show that came out in t- April of 2022, which is Dana Talk. And uh, like I mentioned earlier, Dana Talk was originally a segment, originally. Mm-hmm. It has seven segments, you know, episodes on that. And I guess I guess saying that we were supposed to come out with us episode. It was supposed to come out originally in 2021, but I pushed it back heavy. I didn't, I didn't want to show what, what idea what I was really going with. So they didn't know, um, I wanted to have a co-host for the show, for the for um, Day Night Talk. Mm-hmm. Originally, 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 Naya was supposed to be the co-host for Day Night Talk. Originally, mm-hmm. she was supposed to be the co-host for Day Night Talk, and you know that why when she had that pilot episode, that was pretty much a test episode and stuff like that. Yeah, and it was cool, but I felt like you know me and her was cool because you knew her know each other for a long time. You know, we went to school together, but I felt like. Me and her, I, I didn't feel like me and her had the same chemistry doing that show together than the other person that I already had who I wanted on the show. And the person who I felt like I had more chemistry with was Miss Fonda B, you know, because I could tell that she was serious about the process and she really had a good insight on, you know, relationships, stuff like that. So that's why I added Fonda B to the project and it's been pretty good ever since. We were on the second season and that's 
pretty much almost done as well. And yeah, so we got three people on series right now. Um, a conversation about music every first Thursday. Then I talk pocket myself and man by the B every second and third Thursday. And the old school show, myself and the Star Rider Ride every fourth Thursday. And and when I came up with the spin off series Thursday Block, because that wasn't a thing until this year, until last year, I should say. And what I wanted to do was, um, I wanted mm-hmm. to stack up all my spin off shows into one night. At first, I was debating if I should move with the gentleman like the pocket of two nights, the two days. Mm-hmm. I was really debating because I didn't want to put too much on the people in my audience. But then when I realized that they didn't talk with the radio on Thursdays, I was like, why not just add all the shows on Thursdays? You know, it would make more sense that way. And Sunday would be more of the main series and they have more time for that. So I decided to do um, Spiral City Thursday in May of 2023. And that's how that happened. Okay. Yeah. So a lot, so I've noticed personally that you had a lot of guests on the main series. Yeah. Where all those people, how did you, how did you get in contact with them? Was it mainly through DMs and Twitter and whatnot? Like, how was the process of getting them together? So, some people who've been a guest on my show, I know them personally. Some people, I probably had them on social media for a very long time. Other people I've met through, you know, podcast community. Or some people I just randomly, they just randomly hit me up and wanted to be on the show. So basically, the guest process was basically anywhere, like all avenues. And very few of people that I don't really know at all who just hit me up and said, yo, can I be on your show? And that, that really happened. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. Were you nervous to, because you didn't know them from a hole in the wall, so were yeah, you just yeah. nervous of yeah, I was. Okay. I was. I was. I didn't want to show of why, how the chemistry would go between us, or if if they like if they instead of me, or if, or if they want me, or what was the real reason to come to the show? Were they were they were they coming to the show for for long term networking, or were they just came to the show just for opportunity, and then be a one and done, and that's it type of thing? Because I'm I'm the type of person who like to have long term. Um, partnership a long term network never I don't want like I don't want things to be when it's done but some some things have to be that way it's, it's life and everybody has different yeah. facets in their personality so it's not it just happens yeah pretty much, yeah, pretty much pretty there's much. nothing you can do about that yeah pretty much pretty much so tell me what's the biggest episodes that you had for Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Ooh, so I, uh, I gotta remember this top five. Um, top five, man. I know um, my thirty third. I think my thirty fourth birthday, I believe, was one of my biggest episodes for Mr. Jim like the podcast. The second was the old school show, Nickelodeon episode. Of course, with you, Magnus, oh yeah, you, Magna Marshall was on that. It was one of the biggest episodes. Um, third, I believe it was. Conversation about music. First episode, conversation about music, was a big episode. Fourth, I believe, was uh, I want to say Angelica's second interview that she was on my show. I believe that was a big episode. And the fifth, I want to say Disney um, old school show Disney episode with 
Magnum was on that. Oh wow! Yeah. So I remember when you was telling me Offspring, not the one with Pam, was huge. That, that was he was doing. That was too during that early time. It was during the early time. Got early it. Time. Yeah, early time. Yeah, that was a that was a good interview. Both of Pam and TV was really good. But at the time, with no one, no five was like the top five ever, basically. Got it. Got it. Yeah. What are some difficulties you? Some other difficulties you faced with um, Mr. Gentleman lifestyle that you could share? Um, you know, getting a guest has been difficult. Um, early day was audio, especially when mm, we were Yeah, I noticed that. Anchor, yeah. anchor, anchor days. Those was difficult. Um, Sometimes pushing the show is difficult because you don't want to push the show and the audience get upset that you're pushing it too much or you're spamming them in their, in their messages. And getting, also getting people close to you to listen to you, to your show. That always been hard for me because cause just like everything that you support, um, they they see you as a person that they once knew, but they don't see you as a person that you're doing now. So that always been hard for me to push people that I actually know to to give me a chance, you know. Even though that changed over the years, but through a couple of people that I do want to listen to, but they haven't given it a chance yet. Yeah, because you can admit that um, a lot of people are doing the same thing that you you are exactly. doing. Exactly. It's not just they have a they they honestly do have a choice of clicking on the button. And listen to it. Yeah, that's a fact, yo. And you know, and some people also out be out here, you know, think it's a competition when and not the case at all. I feel like if you support other people that you know, it, 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 that's not gonna thin your light at all. It's not gonna thin your light at all. We we, we we all could support each other and still be alright, you know. Well everything everything, no matter what, is a competition. They have to be a first yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's always been life. You can't really get away from it. And somebody always is always gonna be a first. It's always gonna be a second. That's why we have charts. Yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. why we have accolades. Yeah, that's a fact. Yeah. And awards. Yeah, that's that's a fact. That's a fact. That's a fact. So people, no matter what, is 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 a part of life. They always wanna they always wanna boast and see who. You know, I, I got more than you. I got this more than you. I've been doing this for years. And so, it is what it is. I see it all the time in every field. It's not just, you know, talking here. It's just everything. Yeah, it is what it is, man. It is what it is. But, um, yeah. But those so, you still got to think in mind that you got to put your best foot forward because yeah, yeah, pretty much the yeah. next man think about it like, oh, I'm number one on this chart. I've been here for so long. Yeah, that's so, when did good? When did you get on Good Pods? Um, I believe it was I want to say September twenty twenty one. September twenty twenty one. I believe I was on Good Pods, and um, Good Pod hit me up. They've been trying to get me for like for like a year. I keep saying no. <laughs> so I keep saying no. But then one day I gave in once my podcast show was um taken off Spotify. Mm-hmm. During that time, I needed more platforms. So I was like, you know what? Let me check this good pod out and see what's up. I got on good pods. It was an interesting thing because it made you see a whole bunch of podcasters that I did not know, you know? 
So I'm on it. I didn't think nothing of it. I was I'm just pretty much basically just trying to grow my platform and trying to grow my show on that platform basically. And then one day it started growing. Yeah, I feel you. But yeah, so and, and that then, is something because yeah. good pods really changed how you. It really changed the game a little bit for you now because you got a platform and you have um, you have charts so you could so you can see that more people are noticing your shows, even people on a broader horizon. And that's what I noticed when you introduced us to Good Pies. I'm like, wait a minute, these people are people from all over the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they oh, checking wow. out our show. Yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah. When I saw that, I was like, wow. And, and this also represented like indie podcasters. So it wasn't, it wasn't even about mainstream like that. It was about indie. So I was like, wow, this is really dope. And when I first got on the charts, I wasn't even shocked. Like, oh, there's a chart here? I didn't know it, but I was exploring there. I didn't know it was a chart. I told, I told they notified me that I was on a chart. Like, oh, wow. So, yeah. So, I mean, a lot of things coming up for Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just did your 200th episode. Yeah. That was good. And you basically, you basically um, told straight up exactly about some stuff. Yeah, that was yeah. good. Straight no chaser. Yeah, pretty much, you um you know, I like, I like, one thing I like to do with my show is I like to break records. I like to I like to do as much as I can, you know, 200 episodes. We're about to hit five, five-year anniversary. And, yeah, just... By the time this will be released, it'll be the five-year anniversary. It, it'll be the, the, I believe it'll be the, the week of. It'll be the week of, so it's perfect. But it'll be the week of. <laughs> but, yeah, it's just, it's, just, it's just an honor to continue to do this, you know for five years because um it been many times that I've been wanting to give up. It been many times that I didn't think that people were gonna listen to me. I it been times that I didn't think that I would I was worth being and doing the thing, you know. And I just kept going and and realized like why am I doing this in the first place? And I just kept going. And the fact that a lot of people admired that that I kept going and admired that that I never gave up, and the fact that people started their show because of me, it been like yeah, you became an inspiration to been, many. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I've been an inspiration for many people. And when I, when people tell me that, I, I'll just be just as shocked, honestly. I like, I didn't think that my impact would do would do anything, you know. I don't think my impact would do anything. And the fact that people hit me up, say you inspiration to me, keep going, you're so supportive, never give up. You know, um, it made me realize my purpose and why I'm, I'm here, and what I'm here to do. So it's, it's just an honor. And I'm going to continue to do all I can to push my brand, to, to be a better person for me and everybody around me. You know, that basically, that's basically what it is. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, me seeing it from the outside, I don't, I don't really, um, I don't really understand everything, everything. Yeah. But as time go on, it makes sense later. Yeah, that's the thing. And that's me. That's how I see it, though. Yeah, and, I'll be honest the, with that. No, no, no. I, I, no, the thing is, I get, I, I, I get why you felt that way. Cause I know I'll be telling you stuff like I do certain this and that, and you just don't, you just don't, you just be like, why? 
but you know about the thing. But I like it about how like you 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 would get it later. You get it later. You get it when when you deal with the same thing. You you would get it. You would get it. And I'm glad that you start to see it step by step. Cause honestly, I never I never expect people to get me off the back. I never expected. So I like when people say that they're on the same. I'm like, okay, cool. I, I get it. But you would get it later. Like, like you would get how why I go so hard later. You, you would get why, by why 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 I move the way I move and why I do the way I do. So yeah, I like so I so when you say that, I was I was surprised. I was, you know, I was like, because I never thought that you needed a merch store yet. Yeah. Yeah. When you I mean, did, when you bought the merch store, I didn't think you needed it because I don't think you was at that point to do a merch. I yeah. purposely won't do a merch store right now. No, honest. I mean, yeah, but I mean, merch store. I mean, I started the merch store. I believe was year four. I believe mm-hmm. year, year four. four. I mean, not year four. I mean, I mean, well, season four, I should say. So that probably year three. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I think I wanted to try it, but I didn't think it was. I didn't think. I didn't think nothing of it at the time, you know. I do, I honestly do, even to the doctor trying to figure out how to grow my merch even more. So, but people's people low key buying it, so I guess I'm doing something right. So, so yeah, so right, merch store means growing, but I do, I do at, at the growing process of that right now. So, yeah. So, what is the now that we now we get into five years more? What do you have planned? For? Or what do you envision for this year of the future of the show? Um, you know, cause more growth, more audience. Um, I want I want to aim for celebrity guests. I'm gonna try my best to aim for celebrity guests. It, it, it don't have to be. It's big possible, guests, but it's possible. Yeah, it don't have to be big celebrity guests, but it could be because celebrity guests got stories too. So I want to I want to aim for that next. Also, I want to get I, I want to get nominated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and a podcast award. That's yeah, the thing I want to do this year, and of course, step up the the brand more. Not only for my show, but for Premier Ways as well. Cause we also about to hit five years this year as well. Wow. Which you don't, which you don't talk about, which you're not talking about, which you're not talking about at the moment. But yeah, so I basically take this platform to a high, high level, grow the audience more, network more people, celebrity guests. And um, podcast be a podcast winner, be on a podcast winner show. Yes, yes, yes. Now I want to talk about. Uh, I've noticed for years that you did the quote of the day. You started posting quotes on the Wednesday. What was the um, at the time? It was the Wednesday and the Fridays. I talk about the process. So and the growth. So, so I so I thought. Making random quotes on my page for years, you know, for years. But I did, but during that whole time, I didn't, I didn't think, think nothing of it. I was supposed to just post it. One day, I'm at the club, you know, come on that Todd, and I see somebody I know, somebody who know me for social media. They're like, hey Ken, I mean, you don't know me, but I follow you on social media. I just want to say thank you for posting your quotes every day because it helped me through all these hard times. Do not give up. So when, when I heard that. It made me like, wow, people actually watching what I'm doing. People actually inspired by what I'm doing. Cool. So that when I started doing my course of the day Thursday posts. Mm. Just like the posts on Thursday. just like written posts I post on Thursdays and stuff like that. It wasn't like major, but I just posted. I've been doing I was doing that for twenty eighteen to twenty twenty. 
stuff like that. It was like over 150 croats that was written croats and stuff like that. But then like, you know, 2020 happened, pandemic happened. I started, got it. I got a mic, I got headphones for the podcast and I, I joined TikTok. And I like, cause I don't like TikTok. I don't care about TikTok, but I have it just to have it just so I could expand my business, social media more, but it's like whatever. <laughs> Man, if you if you get the right, I'm not a big fan of TikTok to honestly say this on the air. But if you get the right if you get the right video and your thing goes viral, it can change your life. So yeah, exactly, exactly. So I, I just got it. I just got it just in case. So and I just needed something to do on TikTok. So I like you know what? I'm gonna do a quote. I'm gonna do a quote. Be a quote. And me, I was a big one. Be on video. But I feel like if, if I had to get more out there with my platform, I gotta try to with video. So I did that video one day, and I posted, and I did preview it. It got a lot of likes on TikTok. It got a lot of likes on, on IG, and I was like, okay, cool. I'm gonna do this as, as a thing now every Monday, and and you know, close to the day Monday, as time went on, a lot of people loved it. A lot of people loved it. A lot of people be like, oh my god, I love your quotes. It helped me a lot, a lot. Keep doing your thing. Don't give up. Keep doing it. Like it's it's really cruel. That's what's up to hear that. Way big people that don't even talk to me, but like, yo, I love your quotes. People in the street who see me, yo, I love your stuff. Your podcast, I love your quotes. You know, stuff like that. And when I went to quote today, it made them go into the podcast after that. Like, like, oh, the quotes is so good. Maybe listen to the podcast too. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I had a couple of people that did that, so it was a lean wave for. People to not listen to the course of the day, but listen to the podcast as well. And that avenue is screwed a lot. So I'm like, wow, you know. So course of the day, you know, every Monday it should be back. It will by the time this record be back already, but but um yeah, it's, it became a big thing and people was really inspired inspired by it. Yeah, I'm gonna keep doing that too. I can't do it no more, basically. <laughs> that is what's up. That is what's up, man. So it was great having you on this interview, man. Yeah, you already know, bro. It was see two parts, man. It was dope being back on Star Time, man. You're doing an amazing thing. You know, keep doing that. Star Time? And what was your favorite episodes this second half so far? Um second um I'm gonna say Vance. I like this. <laughs> Everybody loves Vance. I did like the um Zoe episode. And, and I like the um, I am hype. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And of course, say it, say it too. It's saying absolutely. Yes. So definitely, um, it's great having you. Definitely, um, drop everything you need, and this is it. Uh, you already know, um, y'all can check out Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast every Monday for the main series, and every Thursday for spin-off series Thursdays, where we have shows like a conversation about music podcast every first Thursdays. Date Night Talk Podcast with myself and Miss B every second and third Thursdays, and the Old School Show with myself and the Star Rider Ride every fourth Thursdays. Hey, me on social media, Ken underscore Mr. Gentleman, I repeat, Ken, K-E-N underscore Mr. M-R, Gentleman, G-E-N-T-L-E-M-A-N, and we could, you know, hit me up, if you want to be a guest, everything like that. Mr. Gentleman, like the podcast, five-year anniversary, January 20th. If you want to do an anniversary message, hit me up, and I got you. Also, check me out on the Premier Boys podcast with myself, Aaron Kito San, 
Star Ride and Ride and Lola the Cheap Maddie Mouth. Season 4 premiere January 24th and every Wednesday after that. Check out the website www.realwiththegentlemanlightthefucker.com. Listen to all the episodes, watch the video, check every guest appearances. I've been on part, deep two parts will be on the website. Um, check every guest profile and buy some merch on tpublic.com. Just search with the gentleman, like that podcast, or buy it through the website. Um, we got many things happening this year. And y'all might see me back in the nightlife scene. You, you never know. Yeah, this is your boy Ken, aka the gentleman. Yeah, bro, we'll be right back. This is the Star Roddy Rod, and I'm the host of Star Time. So I want to tell y'all about this awesome show that I'm on called the Premier Boys Podcast, where it's just me and three other brothers, Ken Mr. Gentleman, Ken Talk Aaron Sands, and Long Live the Chief Mountie Mal, discussing topics of the culture and our opinions, latest news topics, latest stories, scandals, and we have a lot of fun doing this, you know? We talk our own opinions. Sometimes it's real raw, real raunchy, and sometimes it's just it's just fun and game. So, you know, listen to it with an air, you know, of of enjoyment. We, we, we're here to entertain, you know? We talk about topics of the news. We talk about reviews of shows. We just talk about anything from music to current events and everything in between. So you can catch us on Wednesdays on all streaming platforms with the exception of Spotify. So after you listen to this, go right ahead and listen and subscribe to the Premier Boys Podcast. Recommended by me. The Star Roddy Rod of Star Time. All right. It's Star Time, and it's your boy, the Star Roddy Rod. And that was the origin of Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Part Two, the mid season finale. So I want to thank. Ken, a.k.a. Mr. Gentleman, for coming on this episode with me. You know, it was really great interviewing him. I got a lot of questions answered, a lot of things I wanted to talk about. And for y'all, the viewers who also wanted to know more about things that were happening during the time. So, you know, this is the mid-season finale. Um, We're taking a short break. I just want to give a shout-out and thank everybody who's been on season two so far and that includes my homie Vance that includes Aaron King Talk Sands B Billions and I Am Hype y'all were also like running up the views for the Rope Head episodes 
the R&B Decline episodes and it's amazing. No? I really, I'm really glad that y'all really checked it out. Also, not forgetting Zoe Taylor from the Juicy episode. Yes, I was I forgot about that. <laughs> but yeah, so make sure y'all also check out Zoe Taylor's new project, Way More Place, coming soon to Tubi. And make sure that you watch Juicy on YouTube. Right now, you know, Premiere Boys is coming back on January 24th, 2024, which includes myself, Ken, a.k.a. Mr. Gentleman, Aaron, Kintalk, Sands, and Long Live the Chief. They call me Mally Mal. Yes, them Premiere Boys are back. And while I'm on break, make sure y'all check out Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle on all streaming platforms. King Talk with Aaron Sands, season three on all streaming platforms. And to premiere soon, the trilogy by the new show by Long Live the Chief. They call me Mally Map. Coming soon to all streaming. And possibly YouTube as well. The old school show will be returning in February. Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle presents the old school show. Part of spin-off series Thursday. On the 4th and 5th Thursday. Coming next month. So you can check me out there. You can check me out on Premiere Boys. And I just want to say, like, yeah, this was a good, this was a good first half of the season. So going to be back very soon. You know, you know what I got in store for the second half of the season. But just know, I want y'all to check me out on YouTube at Star Time Podcast with Roddy. If you're not already subscribed, subscribe to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, um, Amazon, or streaming platforms that I'm on right now. Make sure you like, subscribe, share, and follow. And until next time, this is me, the Star Roddy Rod, and we are out for Star Time. Yeah. Hello, everybody. This is your boy, Ken, a.k.a. Mr. Gentleman, and I am the host of Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast and one-fourth of the Premier Boys Podcast. And you are now listening to Star Time with the Star Roddy Ride. Yeah!